Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I've never heard somebody have such unbridled enthusiasm yeah, yeah, for he's... someone else's misery. Like, like they're just he wore, a, he wore a Dodger hat. <laughs> Schadenfreude doesn't cover what this is. Like, I get that. Look, I, I'm a bad guy, like at my core. I kind of like it when other people's teams lose. I kind of get into that. But this is a whole nother level, Slee. I feel like he's really reveling in my own misfortune and, and sadness. This is why he throws me off sometimes. <laughs> he came in, day I wore the Padre hat, uh-huh. the start of the series, he wore a Dodger hat. Right. By the way, I haven't put that Padre hat on since... Because it, it was game one. You're starting to get it. Yeah. No, no. The, the let, lights no, are starting to come let on Let me tell now. you something. I get it. And I like it. With the Lakers, who have been in many playoff runs, sure. championship runs, it's stupid the psychological warfare you play in your own head. Um, so that's just one example of it. We are live streaming today, right? So yep. you can go to the ESPN uh, Los Angeles YouTube page and see it. Um, Grant in LA says, this live stream is great because you get to see facial expressions. It's funny because when the Ask Sleek question is about food, you can now see Trav's face like, ooh, that's a good answer, Slee, but let me handle this one. <laughs> I do get oddly excited about that. Yeah, those. go to him on the on the food. He's, I do get excited about that. Uh, Brian Ojeda writes, Trav, enough of the predetermined strategies before uh, game time. Every time, calls him Fraudman, Fraudman is sitting in Dave's office and telling him so-and-so will go five innings or this many pitches. Then you'll bring this guy in. It's the same blank every time analytics doesn't work. That's only half true. They work beautifully with large samples they're mm-hmm. really really good at predicting likely outcomes over months and seasons over a weekend less so mm-hmm. over a weekend your eyeballs are going to kind of have i understand that a sacrifice bunt that trying to hit the ball on the ground to the right side just to bring, i get that over the course of the season you don't want to do that you don't want to give away outs but when you're got the bases loaded and nobody out a fly ball of the outfield is not the end of the world you know, third guy on third and, you know, nobody out in the infield's back, a ground ball to the shortstop is a productive out. That The long term, sure, math is king. Short term, not so much because in the short term, the Rams keep losing. Or excuse me, the Dodgers. I'm I'm, I'm crossing the streams. Yeah, give the Rams another you know, you know two weeks. You can might I, be saying the same thing when they're playing the Niners. Probably. Yeah. Can I tell you why I have the Rams on the brain? Mm-hmm. Joe Nopum's out for the season. He tore his Achilles. Yeah, so they're now down to four third-string linemen. Sweet. Awesome. Let's keep that rolling. Everything's coming up L.A. all of a sudden. Okay, so just to play off what you just said about the analytics, there's obviously a home for analytics in all sports. They're taking over, whether you like it or not. I think I saw something, and I think it was the Dodgers. Dodgers have like 60-something personnel. That's analytics. The Yankees have. Oh, staff, you mean? Staff. The, the Padres had half of that. Whatever that number was, the Padres had half of it. There's a there's a true home for analytics. We're not let's no not question. let's not pretend that there isn't. But I also don't think and you know I kind of go back to continuing to use this word. You cannot just be a robot. There's going to be times certain predicaments, certain situations these guys are not robotic. You can't treat them like robots. 
they have one guy might look at a situation and say, I know the number says bring me in or take me out, mm-hmm. but I've never felt more confident in this situation. Keep me in the damn game. You know what? Analytics cannot, they can't equate. They can't equate Tyler Anderson through five innings. They can't. They can't get into Tyler Anderson's head. They can't. Tyler Anderson can't walk to Dave Roberts, and, and unless it's all analytics, this is a situation that happens. If he says to Dave Roberts, you don't want anybody else on that mound but me coming up in this sixth inning, trust me. The analytics can't equate that. Of course. They're, so that's they're the, devoid of context. The balance of the of, of the analytics has a place and it's not going anywhere. Sure. It'll become more analytical. However, you cannot pretend like you're talking to a robot. You cannot pretend in the third inning he's coming out in the fifth. What do you mean he's coming out in the fifth? Have you seen what if he what if he strikes out five guys in a row going into the sixth inning? What do you mean he's taking there, there, it doesn't even have to be a hypothetical. What if he throws five innings, gives up two hits and no runs? We're taking him out? Yep. And that's, that's just exactly one example. What they did. And that's just one example. But it's they're critical moments of a game. They're huge. Mel, Bob Melvin did not do that for the Padres. They're huge because look, the whole thing, the whole reason you use analytics is to win games over the regular season, to preserve pitch counts, to make sure that your guys are healthy at the end of the year. All of these take Clayton Kershaw out of a perfect game. All, all of the all of those weird things that make you go, oh boy, why did we do that? So when it gets to October, you can let it hang. Yeah. So when it gets to October, you can kind of just see what's going to happen in the moment. And if Tyler Anderson is usually good through 80 or 85 pitches, but he's feeling it one night, mm-hmm. we're going to let our eyes at least factor into the decision. The predetermination of this stuff is crazy. All right. Um, you ready? Yeah. You ready for me to make this worse? Are they ready? <sighs> Who do you think, as we sit here right now, October 17th at 11 o'clock in the morning, is the favorite to win the World Series? Oh, that's an easy one. Right. Very easy. Right. And they're looking at what happened in the NL. Yep. And they're looking at Game 5 tonight, Yankees and the Guardians. Yep. And they might be sitting back saying to themselves, that's a cool story, what's going on everywhere else. They, they They have to be by far the favorites. They're the best team left. Yeah. They are the team that's played the best baseball so far. Bullpen's been great. Starting pitching's been pretty good. They're getting clutch hits from They're their the clutch players. Only team that was one of the favorites to get out of that first round. That's it. Maybe Three the Yankees games. tonight. We'll, yeah. we'll see how that goes. But can I make it even worse than that? Not only the Astros favored to win the World Series, mm-hmm. the Astros are in the American League Championship Series for the sixth consecutive year. Okay. They, if they beat whoever their opponent is, Cleveland or New York, okay. they will go to the World Series for the fourth time in six years. If they win the World Series, yep. they will have been to the World Series four times in six years. They will have won two of them. I know 2016 is Fugazi. I get it, it counts. You know, we can scream and yell. It counts. They have a World Series championship, right? Six consecutive ALCS trips potentially four World Series trips, potentially two World Series championships. This decade of Dodger dominance is the Houston Astros decade. Done more than the Dodgers, far more. If they can close the show, I get 2017 is disgusting and awful. But if they go back to the World Series again four times in six years, win a couple of them, win even one, what what, what, what do the Dodgers hang their hat on in this? I, I think, you know, coming into this postseason... This is what you were looking at. Remember Julio mentioning the 60-game season, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. That a lot of people, I, I forget the exact words, but basically 
Something triggered him. Something bothered Basically, him. We're going to show you that it's, we didn't need a 60-game season yeah. to get one. So for the Dodgers, I think the last couple years, it has been about, let us also justify this ain't just about a 60-game season. This is a 10-year run. Don't Stop bringing up the Atlanta Braves. Stop bringing up some of these other teams in other sports that were so good for a long period of time, but really didn't have the resume to show for it at the end. For the Astros, you know what this year is? By the way, it was last year as well, and this is... Can we get one to show everybody else that, you know what, yes, we did do some shady ass stuff in 2017, but we're also a really good team with Mm -hmm. really good players, and we ran really well. So for the Dodgers, what they were trying to prove this season, that the 60-game thing is not, no, 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 this is who we are. The Astros are trying to do the same thing, and they're the only one left between those two teams. I want to go through this really quick. In 2017, they won the World Series against the Dodgers. Take it for what it is. It's garbage in my estimation, but they got to the World Series, okay? Year after that, lose in the ALCS. Year after that, lose the World Series. Year after that, lose in the ALCS. Last season, lose in the World Series. This season, they're at least in the American League. Chain. What, what's missing from that that I just ran down? Lost in the DS. Mm-hmm. lost in the wild like the, 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 this mm-hmm. thing that happens to the dodgers all, yeah. oh it's just baseball why does it never happen to them why why where is this why does it never come up for the dodgers where, this if if baseball is random and right you never know that it's 50 50 right maybe it's a it's a weighted coin flip it's 52 why does it never land on their side why mm-hmm. why is it the, the ask well you know anything can happen then why doesn't it happen to them mm-hmm why hasn't it happened to some of these other teams? The, the Dodgers, I get it. Look, I'm a baseball guy. I understand the randomness of it. I understand how hard it is to win 111 games. But when does the ball bounce their way? It's also hard to keep losing when you're the favorite. Yes. Right? Like, doesn't it work both ways? Why? why when does that one time where it's like, you know what? We needed a break and we got one. When, when is that happening? Or, you know what? Where Where is our Trent Grisham? Who batted 184 for the whole season and then just Ted hitting home runs left and all of a sudden Ted Webbs. Where, where's, our, a, where's our guy? I don't know if you've seen this freeway. Is it the 56 down in San Diego? The Ted Williams freeway. Ted Williams freeway. Yeah, They're, there's going to be a Trent Grisham eight. <laughs> <laughs> when you drive from San Diego to Yuma, Arizona, you're going to take the interstate Trent Grisham to get out there. Yeah, why not? Why not? That's pretty funny. It's it's where is the because I get it. It's random, but. Why is it not random for the Astros? Yep. Why is it only, well, you know, you, you know, Dave Roberts, you know, anything can happen in a short series and, you know, we had a great year. No, stop. It's I'm getting, I was okay. I was okay yesterday, Salih. Maybe it's because I was doing the Rams. I was preoccupied with something uh, today's else. Today's a wide open day but for you. I'm just, I, I'm going through it today all over. It's like it just weeds. happened. It's like, it, it's like I just saw Freddie Freeman strike out to lose the game. And now I'm thinking about the Astros. And now I'm just furious all over again. All right. Weekend, weekend Hero Hero is brought to you by Stad Hero. <laughs> Look for local market lineups in the Stad Hero app and filter by single games. Pay attention to the local market lineups at StadHero.com. Don't forget to enter your promo code 710. You'll get 100% deposit match. Stad Hero winning isn't a fantasy. Pick a lot of these local teams. It's something that you and I always do, certainly with the Rams. I know they got a bye week coming up, but every single week you get to actually have some skin in the game, and it's all local teams that you get to cheer for. And if you don't like the lineup, go to another one. Can't pick any more Dodgers anymore. Nope. That uh, that didn't work out for me so much. Worked great during the regular. Maybe the analytics for Stat Hero. I need to reconsider my postseason strategy Grab Trent Grisham. as well. Unreal. More of your phone calls. Dodger fans are salty, and I get it. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. 
Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Kind of bummed myself out. It wasn't close. It was, it, it never felt like they were going to run away with it. We were talking during the breakout yeah. when they got their two runs in the third inning. Mm-hmm. Um, you're like, okay, get two more in the fourth. Get another one. Like, start to extend this thing a little bit. Give mm-hmm. yourself a little bit of wiggle. Put some pressure on the Padres. Put some pressure mm-hmm. on the Padres, right. And they never really did. They, the Padres were always, even in the game that they won, they won. They they went up, but then the the Padres kind of chipped away at it. They got the tying run to, to bat in the, in the bottom, at the top of the ninth inning that – all of these games were really close, and you know this, whether it's basketball or any other sport, if the team that isn't as good as the team can hang around, it's a huge advantage. That If you did the longer, the deeper the game goes, the tighter the favorite's going to get, and the Dodgers were as tight as could be. You know, it's funny. That game won. Dodgers walk away with a win, but I think if you're the Padres, you're like, you said that. Okay. Yeah. You know what? It wasn't a 8-3 to three game. It wasn't a... You know, Dodger Stadium was comfortable, chilling from seventh, eighth, and ninth inning on. They scored all their runs in the first three innings. Mm-hmm. Go up five nothing. Didn't get a hit. Didn't get a hit. They had that huge double play, if you remember, by Lux. I want to say on Will Myers, the double play that um, ended the the run for the the Padres. Phillips got out of a jam. Uh, exactly, yeah. and they and they had already scored three runs that inning, so it just kind of it stopped it. But the Padres were in the entire game. So at least they walked into the next day on Wednesday saying, fellas, we didn't get blown out. Yeah, they were in it. Wednesday, they walk away with a win. Then that momentum just starts building. I, I want to go ahead, read, read the tweet. I want to get into some. This with is from Friedman. Happy to Be Here. And mm-hmm. they were, and she writes, uh, Dodgers lost hurt. It struck me they didn't feel hungry. Maybe we need some hunger. And this is, I think, the challenge that Andrew Friedman has for himself. There's something missing. What yep. is it? figure out what it is because they draft better than anybody. They develop better than anybody. They are aggressive at the trade deadline. They spend a lot of money. They, 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 they make all of the moves to put together an incredible baseball team that results in 100 win, what, 106 wins three years in a row. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's never happened before. Only mm-hmm. the Dodgers have done that, and they have no full-season World Series to show. Something isn't there that's, I think, Friedman's job is to figure out what that's something that's missing. What is it, and where do I find it? So the Friedman factor, I remember at the trade deadline, look, there's some teams that were aggressive, other teams that probably felt like they don't need to do anything. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers were, they were quiet, right? Like this was a trade deadline that they were actually quiet, where the Padres thought to themselves, and and listen, it didn't work out for the Padres either. They thought it was Soto, Machado, and Tatis, and that was going to be their three. They thought, if we're going to go up against the Dodgers, we better go out and get more bats, which they did. 
they thought we got to go get a legitimate closer, which in the beginning didn't look like it was going to pan out. Mm-hmm. But if there's one thing that I think the Padres had that the Dodgers didn't, there was clarity. I, I knew who was going to come up in which spot. I knew who was going to pitch that eighth inning, that Suarez inning. That, that Nobody else gets that inning. That's his inning. The ninth you knew was Josh Hader. Mm-hmm. You knew that that was going to be him. There was clarity for the Padres. And I don't know. Listen, I, I know the Dodgers have. We've talked about it before. A lot of people are saying that the Padres gave up way too much for Soto and some of these other guys. And they might have. I, I don't know that answer. Soto had a big hit to tie the game at three, but it's not like Soto's been the Soto he was with the Nationals. Okay, N- Not yet. Not yet. And yeah. by the way, that could happen. That yeah. could change. But the Dodgers didn't do anything. And the Dodgers... You know, and I know there was probably conversations out there about, well, Walker Bueller, I don't think at that time it was determined that he was done for the season. Mm -hmm. I don't think at that time you thought what what eventually happened to Tony Gonsolin was going to happen. I get the whole prospect things. I get I get how many I get how many prospects, how important they are. You just haven't cashed in enough to to keep holding on to things that if well they haven't they've moved guys they move guys to get Scherzer they move guys to get Turner they'll they'll give them up if they think the deal is there for it. So I remember there was something about because there were more teams now expanding to the playoffs mm-hmm. the the market was really high to give up anything. But doesn't that almost make you want to be more aggressive because you have even less of a chance of other teams coming into play? The Padres and I'm not telling you that. That trade specifically, those trades were the difference. Hader was amazing. Soto got a big hit. There were guys that contributed in the postseason yeah. that you look at the Dodgers and you kind of wonder, all right, should they have done something at the trade deadline? I, I, I don't agree with that. I think generally, yes. But in this particular year, Soto was the big name. The Padres went out and got him. Okay. Other than that, the next big name was Luis Castillo, who went to Seattle. Maybe you want to go there. But the Dodger issue was not pitching. The, the, the Dodger issue was not personnel. They had really good players. There wasn't structure. I will tell you that. that, The structure, I I don't think... It was really weird not knowing who was going to come in every inning. I'll get to that. I'm I'm with you lockstep, 100%. But this wasn't... We didn't have the good players. This is... Our good players didn't play well. This isn't... Hey, you know, Mookie Betts did nothing, right? Will Smith is probably the best catcher in baseball. He didn't bring anything. Justin Turner underperformed. Max Muncy, and these are good players that just didn't play well other than Freeman and Trey Turner really nobody swung the bat it's not like you were running up Joey Gallo and Hanser Alberto and it's like this is the best we have they, they have really good players they just didn't perform well now to your other point I think is a really good one when you are mixing and matching every single game all it takes is one guy to have a bad day and the thing goes haywire when when you have to go cover four innings in every game with your bullpen one guy has a bad day it's up in smoke Mm -hmm. and that's what happened that Canley had a bad day and followed by Almonte who was just okay wasn't terrible but just okay and again he had pitched the day before Mm -hmm. like all of these guys win every day you got to be clean as a whistle and not give up a run Vezia had been great for the one base hit that's what I mean. And came in on a 1-0 count. He he was put in a really tricky spot, but he did give up a hit. This is a guy that's been great for them. But you can't ask everybody to be perfect every single time. And when you match up out of the bullpen, batter after batter, inning after inning, yeah. one hiccup yep. throws the thing yep. out of whack. And, and that's what happened again. And, and it was they scored five runs in one inning. It's not like they clubbed the pitch and they had one inning – Kind of a ground ball base hit here, yep, yep. a walk there, but that's all it takes. And the Dodgers couldn't recover from it. It's, 
it's the I keep coming back to it. It's the offense. This was not a pitching problem. As bad as that seventh inning was, this was a this was a failure of offense more than it was pitching. No one came through clutch. Nobody. Nobody came through clutch. Nobody. And by the way, just it's it's easy easy to obviously point out Mookie, which we should. But Will Smith wasn't clutch. Justin Turner wasn't clutch. Max Muncy wasn't clutch. All those guys. Chris Taylor. Five minutes ago. Chris Taylor wasn't clutch. Yeah, not Trace Thompson wasn't clutch, and Trace wasn't awful. But there is a Trace had one hit. A laundry list of players that did nothing. Thirteen at bats, six Ks. Chris Taylor had That's no right. hits. That's right. They they they, they, they and, didn't and, perform, and, and they all came up in critical situations where you just needed one or two of those guys to come through. Simi Valley and Rick. Rick, you're on with Travis Lee. What's going on? Hey guys. Uh, thank you for the call. Um, I was going to call in before the playoffs started. My main concern about the Dodgers is is that we have a team of nice guys. These are great guys, family men, wonderful people in the community. We don't have the guy. We don't have the Kirk Gibson, the Kobe Bryant, the Patrick Beverly, the dude that's just going to be enraged and angry to win. Uh, that, that was my concern going in, and... And I hate to say this, with the Braves, back in the 90s, they had a similar situation. You know, it's almost like our team takes the personality of Stan Kasten. It's like the greatest guy in the world, the sweetest man in the world, the nicest guy. And we've only really got one guy that's like that, and it's it's Julio. And I, I... I don't know if that that's correct, but I just wanted to see more aggression, more rage to win, like Kobe or someone like that. Yeah, it's an interesting question, Rick, and and something that we were talking about a minute ago. Al, thanks for the phone call, Rick. That I do think that they're missing a little bit of that wild card, right? B- baseball's not so much about that. It's because it's not a football game. It's not even a basketball game where you can assert your will. Kobe could say, "Give me the ball, get out of there. I'm going to go. I'm going to go do my thing." Yeah. Mookie Betts has to wait to come up to bat. Yeah. It's not like you can just, you know, okay, I'm going to hit nine times in a row and take over this. It's it's different, but I mostly agree. There's a thing that's not there that's keeping them from, yeah. from advancing. Yeah, there's I, something. I can't, I can't even put my finger on exactly. Kirk Gibson was the spark that kind of got them going. They played yep. more aggressively as a yep. group, but I don't know if you just got a guy that was a red ass and kind of said, go in there and scare the crap out of everybody and see what happens. I, I mean, maybe, but they want – they're really good, but when it matters most, my they they tighten up, they play different baseball. They're they they they're slavish to the math to a degree that makes no sense to me. And no one, where is their Trent Grisham? Where's the guy that's not supposed to be the guy that's carrying a team that does carry a team that hits a big home run? He mentioned seven eight nine for the Padres. Nobody could get him out. It's unbelievable. Go back to what he said a saying about Kirk Gibson eighty eight when they won. Yeah. Nobody talks about this. Mike Sosha, I think, had like 50 home runs in his career. Okay, he was not a home run guy. He was a, he was a singles guy. Not mm-hmm. no, no pop in his bat to speak of. Takes Dwight Gooden out of the yard in the NLCS in like the eighth inning to give the Dodgers a win. Okay, when, when was the last time somebody did that with this team? When was the last time that somebody that wasn't your star just popped up. Corey Seager, when they won the World Series a couple of years ago, he's a star, right? Yeah. He, he came, yeah. Mookie, star. Like you Justin could say, Turner, You star. could say last year there were moments against the Cardinals. You could say there were, whether it's Chris Taylor or Bellinger, but that was 
right when the playoffs started. What you're referring to is, no, that hit got them to the World Series, or no, that hit and kept won them the World Series, and whatever the case was. let everybody loosen up a little bit. Mm-hmm. The, when the Dodgers, you, you said it a second ago, when the Dodgers won game one, it was almost like, okay, uh, that was a little closer than we thought it'd be. Let's get tighter for game two. <laughs> and they were, and then they were tighter in game three and four, and yep. they're home. Four extra games. Super fun season. <laughs> Love it. Super fun. Let's do that again. You know, <laughs> you, know, but it, you know how much time you invested this year every single night watching games against the Diamondbacks and then followed by the... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply freaking Royals and then the A's and whoever the hell they're playing. And, Four extra games. And Yep. That's it. They've got a game five. Um, They won't... Okay. I know I'll be in a good mood when spring training yep. comes around. I'll be happy to see him play. It's I'll, like you invested I, in, in, in... I will watch crypto. all six games. <laughs> and just in two nights, it was all gone. I'll watch all six games against all the Pirates years again next of research. season. And I'll tell myself the same lies. But here's the cold, ugly, hard truth. The Dodgers will not play another meaningful playoff or another meaningful game yeah. for a year. Yeah. Until they play in the playoffs again next year, they can go win 80. They can win 95. They can win 115. They're going to make the playoffs because they're going to be really good. Yep. And none of it will matter until you play in the postseason. we got to wait a year for these games to be meaningful again. Drag, drag, drag. Factor cap. Coming up next, no Dodger topics, Emily. Factor cap around the corner. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, guys. I can completely promise you that there will be no Dodger talk in this little 10-minute segment of the show. Take a little breather. To keep, take your mind off of uh, the baseball woes of this weekend. So just letting you know that ahead of time. So uh, <laughs> there's a story about a uh, actor from the Game of Thrones series who, when he was stopped by a policeman one time uh, for speeding, he the policeman said, I can either give you a ticket or you can tell me if your character lives. And the guy said, and the guy told him the spoiler and didn't get a ticket. So essentially he traded off potentially his job for uh, not getting a ticket. So you would try to talk yourself out of a ticket. Travis, factor cap. Yeah, I think you got to try. I mean, I, I've never actually been successful, but um, you got to try. You got to do the, you know, I, gosh, I'm really sorry. I wasn't paying attention. It'll never happen again. But I, I think if you get combative, you got no shot. You got to try to kill him with some kindness along the way. Um, but yeah, I'd give a, I'd give really a try. pulling me over, huh? <laughs> yeah. That guy not. was going a lot faster than I was. Why don't you stop him? You know <laughs> what an a hole. My favorite is. Don't you guys have anything better to do? That's always a good way to start. Oh, there yeah. are people out there committing real crimes, and you're stopping me. Good, good strategy. <laughs> What's your badge number? <laughs> that even mean? Um, fact, and I have succeeded on this before. Have you really? I've succeeded, but it had more to do with, so when I used to work at the Kennedy Recreation Center down in El Cajon, California. Flag football coach extraordinaire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> coached against Matt Bush. He threw the ball probably hey. 88 yards. Um, but when I used to do that, we'd wear our, our gear was City of El Cajon 
was the shirts. Okay. And they were just blue shirts, said bright, city of El Cajon. So I think they would just give me a free pass. It happened once where you work for the city, what do you do? I work for the county, I work for the rec center. We would actually even, the money that we would make at the rec center, every night you had to go turn it in to the El Cajon Police Department. You'd oh, have okay. to actually turn it in there. So I got a free pass or two, but it wasn't anything I said. Is I think it's just because of the shirt I had on. Susan is a nurse, and yeah. if, she, if she has her badge on or her scrubs, it's a get-out-of-jail-free ticket. <laughs> yeah, they, they respect— Literally, she was in first, jail. They let her out. <laughs> first responders, all that stuff. It's she, Sometimes she'll have her stethoscope around her neck, mm-hmm. and that's one of those— Yeah, just hey, slow down, because she's yeah. Jeff Gordon. She 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 thinks that she's you know trying to get to the finish line. I don't know what her deal is, but uh, yeah, that that works out. She's for her. Jeff Gordon. Yeah, she's that is fast. an awesome, awesome line. Taylor, Cap, I just eat it, take it. You know, I'm not very good at giving the puppy dog guy. You already have the like ID and in your your yeah. insurance ready. You don't even try the. Oh man, I'm really. I know I was going a little too fast. I'm really sorry. It'll never happen again. He just starts playing a song in the car. <laughs> just just hurry up. Turn I, the music I gotta up. get going. Yeah. I would definitely cry, 100%. Would cry immediately, and I, I that probably I'd wouldn't work, but that's just going to happen. <laughs> Here, yeah. take another one for wasting my time with your tears. <laughs> oh, I don't <laughs> know, know if that's a crime, but yeah, I, please. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, Emily Grinke posted on Instagram that... Uh, her and Zach went to the Seattle Mariners game, that 18-inning game this past weekend. Mm. Um, and Zach looked essentially like any dad out there. And he, she posted in the caption that he didn't get recognized one second at this uh, Seattle Mariners game. So my statement is, baseball players are the easiest athletes to go unrecognized. So if you see a baseball player out and about, they're the easiest ones to go un- unrecognized. Alan, that's your cap. Cap, it, it's football. Football players, just because they got the helmets on, yep. right? It's just because you cannot recognize them. You see their numbers, and don't get me wrong, if Aaron Rodgers or... If it's a quarterback, you're going to recognize him, but yeah. if it's not, do you know what Allen Robinson looks like? <laughs> That's the backup lineman offensive lineman. Yeah. So I, th- I think it's much, much more difficult for a football player to be recognized. Basketball guys are the hardest to hide because they're giant. Yep. Right, they're all six nine. So you're not mm-hmm. you're not gonna you're gonna recognize a basketball player right away. The baseball players are pretty anonymous, but the star guys at least you're gonna recognize because they. To your point, Al, they don't have helmets on. Aaron Donald is about as famous a football player as you have, and I think he would get recognized most places. Yeah. But Bobby Wagner is going to the Hall of Fame. Does anybody know what Bobby Wagner looks like? I don't think so. That's what Whitworth, I mean, maybe? If, Whitworth, maybe, because he's so abnormally huge. But if Cody Bellinger walked through the quad here, everybody would instantly Star. know who he is. Bobby Wagner, that's like, that eh, guy's in pretty good shape. I wonder mm-hmm. what he does for a living. But, yeah, I think I think it's football guys. <laughs> what about if Cody Bellinger walked in, like, Minneapolis? Like, if it's, yeah, is it just that, L.A.? That would be that would be a good test. I don't think a lot of people would recognize him. And Zach Granke does look like every dad ever. He, yeah. He's got the everyman face. Taylor? Yeah, everything that these guys said is absolutely true. Uh, basketball, for me, 100% the easiest. Did I tell you the story about when I recognized Sean O'Donnell in a grocery store? I'm, I'm a casual hockey fan. I love the Ducks, but I don't follow the league super close. Um, I'm at Whole Foods in Encino. Okay. And I, the <laughs> night before, whatever, I was watching the Kings, which occasionally I will, but not a ton. And Sean O'Donnell, was a he does, he does some TV stuff for him now, but he was a player at the time. And I'm walking through the the aisle, and I look at him and be like, hey, Sean O'Donnell from the Kings, nice to meet you. Kind of one of these, he's like, yeah, 
Like, he was so excited. Like, yeah, that is me. Cool. Are you, are you a Kings fan? I'm like, yeah, kind of. I mean, a little bit. No, not really. Oh, when they, when they don't know so that. Excited. That's awesome. Yeah, it was very, very funny. All right, so uh, Uber Eats apparently will now start delivering uh, like from dispensaries, for, like weed from dispensaries in the city of Toronto. So like you can essentially order it how you would order any food, but you just put out what you want from the dispensary and gets delivered. They do that right now with alcohol in LA, like you can get alcohol delivered. Yeah, so weed gonna... delivered too. Yeah. Well, uh, you would take advantage of this, Taylor. Patrick Cap. Uh, yeah. I mean, why not? If you're if you're in a pinch, I guess, but. I don't know. I don't usually go to go to the dispensaries. You know, just get off the street like 2006. <laughs> <laughs> Meet me behind CVS. Bring money. Yeah. Don't want to pay tax. <laughs> Travis, um, I've never used a delivery service for that. I, I always go get it myself. I always walk into the dispensary. I know that they have them here. You can do that uh, pretty easily. But no, I, I know that you're always to go pick it up. So I'd imagine it's the same for you. But I'm. I don't know. I feel. I don't. I, there's no good reason. Like, I wouldn't care if somebody dropped wine yeah. off at my house. Yeah. Why would I care if they drop off a bag of edibles? But it feels different. I'm a cap on this one. I think this the whole... I, I heard Mason talking about this. I want to say last week it was... He had something delivered. Maybe it was like a couple, it was a couple of donuts. donuts. It was a couple something donuts, Something like yeah. that, right? And John's like, isn't the delivery fee much more expensive than donuts? He's like, yeah, but I don't want to leave the house. So I get why people do it. Just... There's dispensaries all over the place around me. I'm probably just going to go to the dispensary. There are great restaurants and food all around me. I'm probably just going to go pick up the food. I'm not a drop-off guy. But all those great places are also on delivery, and you can just get it delivered. And I have dash pass. Maybe I don't have card. the patience. Is it? Is it that? Is this a patience thing that I don't want to wait? Isn't it a lot longer for me to wait for somebody to come deliver the food? I could have already got the food and eaten it by you, then. You're, a, you're thinking about this far too logically. The reason you use these, at least for me, this because is you're tr- drunk. Yes. Well, that's that. That ninety. I figured out my answer. 90, I'm not drunk enough. Ninety-eight percent of the time, when I use one of those delivery services, yeah. is because I can't drive. Except my girl drives. We go <laughs> that, to In and Out at midnight and fine dining it. <laughs> or I'm so hungover that I don't want to get out of bed too, and then it's kind of just all I got to do is walk down the stairs. Hammered. <laughs> so, uh, Robert Kraft, it was kind of in the news uh, speaking with the Tom Brady stuff too about how Tom Brady attended his Friday uh, wedding. Uh, this past Friday. So, Friday weddings are not a good idea. Travis, Dr. Cap. Never a bad idea for a wedding. Friday, Tuesday afternoon at 1.30, do your wedding. I'll be there. Invite me. I will have a good time. Um, a lot of it is venue. A lot of it yeah. is availability of people that you have to have there. Um, not everybody is, you know, 28 years old out of college and all your buddies are coming to my Someone's like, hey, listen, I'm in Europe for a conference. I can't come on that day. I need you to be there. So whatever works out for you. There's no bad time for a wedding. Invite me to all of them. I'll have a great time. So fact, Friday weddings are not a good idea. Uh, actually, no, I'm sorry. Cap on this one. I had a wedding a couple months ago. It was on a Sunday. That's a bad idea. <laughs> a bad idea is a Sunday. At least Friday, you know that you don't have work on Saturday. Sunday is, you know, it was like, I don't know, six o'clock on a Sunday. Now, it was even worse because I had to be in San Diego, so I had to drive up back up. But Sunday to me is the worst day to have a wedding. Sundays are kind of just blah. They're supposed to general. be nothing. You're supposed it's, to not you really. You got the thing waiting for you on got, the other exactly. side. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, need, I need an open runway after a wedding. That, that part time. I will get you with. Um, all right. I, I need a little Dodger palate cleanser. Okay. Let's talk about my first place Rams when we come back because. Um, can you be in first place and also think that the season is hanging by a thread? Can both of those things be true at the same time? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 
I don't know if I need the carpenters. I don't know if that's going to help, Taylor. <laughs> I uh, I'm in a bad way, Slee. I'm in a in a tough spot. I'm not happy for you. If that makes you feel any better or worse. <laughs> I'm just on my own here. I know you are. Hey, look, I get it. You should be happy. You 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 realize that your hat was bad luck, and you you put it back in the closet or wherever it belongs, and your Padres get to play at least four more baseball games, which is the exact same amount that the Dodgers played in the postseason. Padres have played, what, they've played seven so far. They'll yeah. play at least 11. Dodgers played four. Hey, Joey Jojo says, I blame Sliwa for the Dodgers losing. I refuse to blame the players on their lack of hitting. I also blame Sliwa on the Trojans losing. I blame Sliwa for me balding at such an early age. He's got a lot of stuff there. Super fun season. <laughs> it's been it's been great. I really, really enjoyed it. I'm glad I spent six months watching every inning and every pitch and going through the whole thing. Um, let's talk about my first place Rams, Slee. Three and three have played a good half against Arizona. They played a good half against Atlanta. And really, other than that, there's not a lot of things that you can feel super great about. Put it on the board. They they got it done. They they, they won yesterday. They won against uh, dreadful yeah. Carolina Panthers team. But look, what we talked about going into it. Seahawks three and three. Seahawks are three and three. Win the game. Yeah. Rest. Get healthy. Yeah. Try to get as healthy as you can. And they actually got less healthy with Joe Nopu missing the rest of the year with the torn Achilles. But. I mean, I guess all things being equal, this is about as good as you could hope for for the Rams. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of funny um, because you know what, they're not very good. <laughs> well, I'm listening to the I'm listening to the radio broadcast. I was mentioning this to you earlier. I'm listening. I'm like, they're down ten seven to the Panthers, and this is in I want to say is it halftime was ten seven? Right? It was. And I'm like, sitting with, I'm like, all right, listen. At this point, forget the whole. Just look good, trying to win, feel good about yourself. Just get a win. Just you know, they've they've almost created this. It's I see where they are in the standings, but I'm almost just not paying attention in the standings. How do you look? Yeah, you know what I mean. How do you look? And by the way, the 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 buy is coming at the perfect time, and they will get the 49ers again. And I know that's going to come right out the gate. 49ers <laughs> lost yesterday. That was random. The way they got. You know, the three 49er losses have come to teams with losing records. They, they they lose to bad teams. It's one thing that the Rams don't do really is lose to crummy teams. And and I would I would rather be standing where the Niners are saying, no, okay, no well doubt. at least we're beating the good teams. Sure. But I guess all right, walk away and tell yourself whatever you want to hear and spend a week off and then come back with a chance to in a really weird way come back against the Niners at SoFi with a chance to Take a sole lead of the division, if you whatever beat the hell the that Niners, means. And that's a huge if because the Niners have just tattooed them most of the times during the regular season. But then you are in first place, you know, maybe by yourself. Depends on what Seattle does, obviously. Yeah. But you you even the series with the Niners, and you feel pretty good about it. it. But I think your first point is the best one. Kansas City last year, okay, we all agree Kansas City is a really good team. Yeah. They started the season three and four. Mm-hmm. But it never felt like – it was kind of, oh, this is weird. They're not playing great. But you never felt like, oh, you know what? They might not be very good. You just mm -hmm. knew that they would kind of find their traction. What their record is isn't terribly important. They still got 11 games left. Okay, they got a lot of football games left. But what does it look like? Every week, we, yeah, it, it, nothing it, has changed all week. They no, don't look good. No, they don't. Hey, They, they don't. don't look good against the Falcons. They don't look good against the Cowboys. They don't look good against the Niners. There were moments in yesterday's game. You're saying that against the Panthers. They don't look good. 
You know, I think that's the thing that, um, you know, obviously we kind of gauge this entire thing on. If can things turn around, they can. But I, I've never been less optimistic with the Sean McVay team than I think at this moment right now, just the way that they played so far this year. They got five guys on the O-line. Mm-hmm. Four of them were not there to start the season. Rob Havenstein at right tackle is the only guy that started game one that's still playing after six weeks. Their right guard, they're on to their third guy now. Okay, their third guy, Slee, we had to ask Artis Twyman, the uh, Rams media relations guy, how to say his name because no, it wasn't even on the, the sheet. He wasn't even on the sheet as far as pronunciation, guys. Ode Obushi. Okay, hmm. he was your right guard yesterday. Ode Obushi was not playing football professionally a month ago. He is your right guard right now. Your center is Jeremiah Colone, who two years ago yeah. was in the police academy. Okay, the, 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 this is who he was in the public relations department for the Rams. We needed him. It's not a you. He was. That's okay. crazy. Okay, their left guard mm-hmm. is Bobby Evans, who had things broke a little differently in camp. They probably would have cut. Their left tackle Joe Nopum, he's down. Now you got a Lark Jackson, who was your third string right guard, now playing left tackle. You you cannot navigate around that, and then throw in on top of the fact that Matthew Stafford, when he threw that pick six, it was. You've got to be kidding me. Mm-hmm. You've got to be kidding me because he's he leads the league in interceptions. It's another pick six. And it was one of these this this is how you lose a game to a team like the Carolina Panthers. They weren't gonna it's score. The on only, their own. Way, only way yeah. you lose. They yeah. they they got they scored three points. The Rams defense the last three weeks has given up nine, twelve, and three, and they're one and two. Okay, that's probably not the record you're looking for with nine, twelve, and three. And that's where they are. The only thing they got going for them is, like we mentioned, Niners lost, Packers lost. The the NFL just kind of continues to have Tampa, a lost very, to oh, Pittsburgh. Right, Tampa lost. The best, what a the, weird week. The three best teams in the conference are all in the same division. Yeah, the Eagles, the Cowboys, and the Giants. Um, six and zero, oh, four and five and one, four and two. Those are the they they've played the three best. Green Bay looks terrible. Emily, you must have been ecstatic watching Aaron Rodgers get done Woo-hoo! up by the Jets. And I called it too. I said um, when he said he had a finger injury or his thumb was hurt, I was like, yeah, this is lining up his excuses for the um, him to lose to the Jets on Sunday. So called it. All right, stat here of the day: Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson had his second reception uh, touchdown of the season. I actually had a pretty good game. Some beautiful catches as well. Stat here of the day is brought to you by Stat Hero. Look for local market lineups in the Stat Hero app and filter by single game pay attention to local market lineups at stathero.com don't forget to enter that promo code 710 and you'll get a hundred percent deposit match stat hero winning isn't a fantasy it was the first game where Allen robinson was a part of the game yeah, it was. and not just a, oh hey let's throw him one so he's mm-hmm. in this he may he caught a touchdown made a couple pass, really nice catches and the pass he made in the or the pass he caught in the middle of the field yep. kept a drive alive mm-hmm. the pass he caught down the right side was a beauty that it's like hey how about that? Welcome to the team. Welcome to the team is exactly yeah. right. It, it, They're in a weird spot because, like we were just saying, the conference is bad, mm-hmm. right? I still am not buying Philly. They're, they're good, don't get me wrong. But if all of a sudden, if they get a little healthier up front, it's fast forward 10 weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're in week 16. You're getting towards the end of the line. The Rams are 8-8. Eight and eight. Okay, they're just knocking around. They they win their last game of the season, nine and eight. You go into the playoffs, you get in a wild card, but you're relatively healthy. Who knows? Is there anybody that you say, okay, they're gonna match up with them? They got no shot. Not really. No, I I think, you know, the early indication for all these games, Buffalo's the best team, it seems like, in the NFL. I know the Eagles are gonna make a case for what they're doing, but 
to to just kind of go off of that. I, this is what I I don't want to rely on the Rams looking at other teams and saying, "Hey, maybe we can hang around because other teams are losing." But too. that's your only. They shot. don't look good. That's your only shot, though. You're gonna you're gonna need to catch somebody that's not great either, yeah. because there this isn't a. Hey, once we get X back, like let's say everything any decent team they've played this year, they've got they've got handled. Yep. Yep. Handled. If it were a hey, once Cooper Cup comes back, we're gonna look a lot it's not that. It's you're missing seven guys. <laughs> you're you're they had eight guys on their start on their opening day yeah. offensive line roster. Eight. Got one left. Got one left. That's probably not a recipe to go win a whole bunch of games. PJ Walker, 10 out of 16 yesterday. NFL player, 10 out of 16 for 60 yards. That's probably not going to do it. And they had the lead at the half. (laughs) Okay, so this this was the – I I was on the edge, Al. SC loses on Saturday night. Dodgers lose on Saturday night. Yeah. Matthew Stafford throws a pick six. I'm like, I can't, I can't do it. I'm not going in on Monday. If this thing goes the way that it looks you like, you just might left go, the game. I should have. You should have just left the game right there. I needed some mojo. You I could have called points. in and done the post game show on your drive home <laughs> as right. a caller. So what do you do from here? What do you change? How do you move on? How do you fix a team that won 111 games and then lost three of their last four? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.